Good morning. It is Monday, July 13th, 7.13 a.m. I hope y'all had a good week. I know I did. We made it through Mercury Retrograde. This was a doozy. This one was really funny. Um, just snafus. My phone is completely freaking out. And my bike got stolen. Eh, but... Honestly, I feel pretty peaceful about all of it. It's just stuff, you know. I'll get more. That's the that's the crazy thing. Um I've been crafting a lot. I'm making a jacket for my second suit and it involves making lots and lots of you know, long darts that start from the shoulder to the hem. And it's funny because then I'll see like another suit jacket type thing that I want. Like I want to make something more avant-garde after I make this, I guess it would be like, you know, curvy, curvilicious jacket that I'm making. But I want something with asymmetry I think for my next jacket one that's really funky and weird um but you know sewing's like jazz you gotta know how to do the basics first I guess I found the components finally thanks to my friend Robert to make a chandelier like when I'm talking chandelier I'm not speaking in the traditional sense um, they're, they are light, they are light fixtures that I make, um, but they're, they're a lot more janky than a, than a fancy chandelier. Like there's Christmas lights are involved, <laughs> if that makes any sense. And they're decorated with like lots of beads and things like that. So I'm going to make another one. I'm really excited about it. It's going to take me a long time, but I love the process. Um, thrift stores, some thrift stores are starting to open back up in SF. Um, the Salvation Army near my house on Valencia, <coughs> excuse me, at 26th is open. And I haven't been finding much in the clothing department, but I have been doing really well finding housewares. Like, insanely well. I feel very blessed. Um, but yesterday I was about to leave and I was like when you're thrifting a lot, like you just have to kind of listen, be intuitive. And sometimes your intuition will tell you funny things like go back in the housewares department and look again. Don't leave until you find something special. That's like what my intuition sounds like. So I followed my heart, went back in and there was this in the, like in the little small pictures section, like decorative pictures there was a miniature portrait and I was like oh that looks old-fashioned but it actually was quite old it's it's very old it's pre-victorian and it's hand-painted it's French it has like a glass oval um, like a beveled oval you know glass covering you know I forget this like a slide or something the thing that goes over a, a 
picture and then it's framed in like filigreed glass and then I mean filigreed brass and then it's mounted onto a carved wood frame that is inlaid with ivory yeah it could be walrus I think actually it is walrus but um so that part's a little creepy but serendipitously not all of the inlay pieces are there so you know one one less bit of ivory um so I just like painted where it was missing the inlay but I I'm so excited it's the second it's a second miniature I have the other one I have is from the 1810s and I hope to find more one moment I'm so sorry I gotta I have a frog in my throat <clears throat> pardon me um so yeah that was that all happened yesterday um yesterday ended up being kind of a big day I got a lot of stuff done I organized which always feels really good sorted some things in baskets for me that is like my cure for like it like clears my mind it, it calms me down calms my soul I had been just you know dealing with everything that's going on and realizing I had a little mental fatigue you know um, so it felt really good to organize and it look it looks a lot cuter my little station um, then I recycled my candles so you just take all you save your candle wax from the jar candles and you melt them down and re-pour them so I have two brand new scented candles all ready to go it's kind of funny though because it's like the recycled candles are always like a hodgepodge of like <laughs> you know it's like if you mix a bunch of perfumes together so it's not quite the same I guess if I could just keep getting the same scented candle it would be more logical but I just gotta follow my nose um but yeah, I burn a lot of candles and incense during the day on my altar. Um, it just kind of sets the mood and makes my working environment like more beautiful or something. It's, it, I guess it's atmosphere. I like having that going. Um, also, if I want to have my money drawing, I find that having the candles going and and burning like my special money incense that helps just get my vibration up so um i feel there's another lockdown about to come on uh just because of at least in sf it just people are getting way more lax and it's it's not being regulated it, it's strange just I think people are just so sick of being in lockdown that they're just I just noticed like them cumulatively like breaking lots of little rules of distancing and 
mask wearing and that sort of thing. I mean, I definitely am speaking from, you know, lived experience too, not just judging people. So, you know, I had been meeting up with, with people. I met up with Arena yesterday at the park and I brought a bottle of that Palmello wine that's kind of like grapefruit, grapefruity white wine. It's, it's not flavored with grapefruit. It just, those are the notes. And yeah, we, we sat under a shade tree. Um, it was very nice to catch up with her and to see her always, but all around us, there were like, there was a family having a birthday party. No one was wearing a mask. And it was like a clump of about 15 people. Um, pretty much no one was wearing a mask. Me and Arena were the only ones around us wearing masks. And then there were kids running around. And it looked like there was some kind of date happening adjacent to us. And they straight up were not wearing a mask at all. And about, I guess about a month ago or so at Dolores, they had these circles that you're supposed to sit in, like they're painted on the grass and they had them at all the parks and you're supposed to sit inside the circle. I didn't see those circles anymore. It was just kind of a free for all. It was a little, little daunting actually. Um, and I see it a lot in my neighborhood, just no social distancing whatsoever. Um, so yeah, I think I just kind of want to shelter in place again, just like hardcore. And I'm glad I saw some people this week, etc. But yeah, I feel like everyone's just getting too comfy. And the cases are really on the rise again. Um an acquaintance of mine, Stacy Pancake, had posted something on Facebook. Her boyfriend and her boyfriend's brother both have COVID. And they've been dealing with it for months. Uh, the boyfriend's brother has actually been intubated. And has is on a respirator. And Stacy's boyfriend is... I think out of the hospital, but still living with COVID, like completely unable to breathe. And to me, that just sounds like such a nightmare and so painful. I've had asthma attacks before, so I kind of, I think I have a gist of what it would be like. And no way in hell am I going to get that. I do not want to get that. Um, on my way to the park... I was walking since my bike was stolen and I was, you know, just walking to the park and I was like at 22nd in Valencia and out of the periphery of my eye, I was like, oh my God, it's this guy, it's the guy I went on the last Tinder date with before lockdown, like in early March. And I was like, oh, you know, I'm not interested in dating him. And I just don't want to see him. You know what I mean? Is that okay? 
I don't think that makes me a bad person. Um, so I recognized him, but fortunately Mark was who was on his bike stopped me. It was like, Michelle, Michelle. And we like caught up for a little bit. I was like, saved by the bell for real. I was like, yeah, let's talk about sorbet. Let's do that. Cause I mean, it's always nice to see Mark. He's really sweet. Um, he's been getting around on his bike a lot lately. I noticed, um, and I thought I was in the clear. I was like, Oh, thank God. I missed, I didn't have to talk to that guy. And you know, I get home, I have a little bit of, um, some crackers and I'm watching like some British hospital show or something. And then I got, of course, double texted by Tinder Rooney. I saw you, I saw you walking on the street. Um, yeah. How are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. I was like, I did not respond to him and I don't, I don't think I should ghost him, but I'm going to have to come up with a polite short response or something, but it was really annoying. I, I don't want to date him. I don't want to hang out with him. He's a nice person, but I just didn't, I don't have any romantic interest in him. And that is why we go on dates, right? to, you know, it's to meet someone that you will have sex with at some point and continuously sleep with them and then share moments in your life with them. And I just had no desire to do either of those things with this person. So it's kind of a drag. It puts me in an odd position because he has he has asked me out after after lockdown like to try to make sure he has some someone to you know hook up with on the outside I'm like that's just I'm just not it you know I wish I wish it were that easy I wish that I I did like people more than I did um I hope to meet someone cool eventually or you know something like that I don't think he's the one anyway <laughs> don't make me commence it's just a lot of pressure you know so I found a diary in Oakland and I'm going to read a little bit of it. I'm going to read one of the, the entries. Um, overall, what I gather from this diary is that they were a window dresser for anthropology stores. Um, the diary is from 2012. There are several vignettes and sketches of different window designs. Um, so they're pretty talented as far as uh, merchandising is concerned and display um but they they are also i believe christians um this diary entry reminds me a lot of the andy warhol diaries there's a lot of mundane takes a while to get to the point let me get started one moment <clears throat> sorry okay so 
it's actually the title of an entry. Blessings slash God's activity in my life. Friday, June 1st, 2012. Laura, Aunt Cindy, and I went to Target. I was searching for props for the party scene in Justin's film, and we had searched at two other places unsuccessfully. I had also lost my keys and had to go back and look for them. By the time we got to Target, it was later. We were just going to run in and out. Laura ran around with me collecting props and putting them in the basket. We got to the aisle with paper plates and napkins. I picked up a bag that had a pattern on it, put it back, and located the plain white ones and put them in our cart. Laura saw this. I'm sorry. I don't know why this makes me laugh. When we get to the checkout, I had to return sheets and was going to put all non-disposable stuff on my credit card so I could return it. I gave Laura the petty cash so she could pay for the disposables. She asked where the napkins were. I told her they were in the cart. She said they were not. I told her that's impossible because I put them in there. She said, I know I saw you. We thought it was weird, but didn't think anything of it. I exchanged things and Laura went and got napkins. When I got down there, she was at the register paying and realizes she forgot the patterned napkins. I run back to get white ones. I'm sorry, this, I don't know why this makes me laugh. While I'm gone, the lady behind Laura is being rude. After I get back and check out, Laura tells me how rude the woman was being. While loading up, a woman, I thought she asked for money, comes up. I tell her I don't have any. All I have is petty cash for props. Laura says she was selling fake flowers from the dollar store. We drive around the parking lot and find her. I find a dollar in my wallet and give it to her. She's talking with a Jewish man. He asks if we, She asks if we want a flower. We told her to keep it for someone else. She says, God bless you, and asks us to keep her in our prayers. She says she doesn't want to live like this anymore. And that she knows God is preparing a home for her in Texas. She just needs to raise the money to get there. We tell her we'll pray for her and drive away. Then we turn back around. I also found a $5 bill in my wallet. When we drive by her again, the woman who was rude to my sister is talking with her and giving her money. The Jewish guy is still there. When the other woman leaves, we give her the $5 and ask for her name to pray for her. Her name is Paula. Aunt Cindy says we're going to pray for her right there. We pray for her in front of the Jewish man. She thanks us and the Jewish man says to Paula, he doesn't know what's going on, but he can feel something is definitely happening as we drive off. Oh my God, the things people have to do for money to survive, they got to put up with these (laughs) vicissitudes just to get a dollar bill. Oh Lord. So yeah, that's one diary entry. (laughs)
um, I think the mundane aspects of that entry are what were making me laugh. Um, just like the attention to, to detail and all the things about the napkins, um, you know, uh, but also how I wonder, you know, it's, it was titled, okay, so it's titled, flip to the page. Flip, flip, flip. Blessing slash God's activity in my life. So, I think the blessing would have been that she found more money in her wallet, which sounds like she has some kind of wallet with tons of compartments in it, so maybe she couldn't find the cash right away. And that it was a big deal for her to interact with someone who had a different life than her. And, you know, obviously the person who's writing this diary is not homeless, but the person that they gave the money to was. And I think, you know, it's easy for me to laugh and be like, oh my God, what a silly woman, blah, blah, blah. And then they stopped and, you know, prayed with her. But on the other hand... I think it probably just took this woman who wrote this entry a lot of guts to to reach out and see someone else who was struggling as a human being. And even though they weren't doing it perfectly and they're a little neurotic and the aunt seems kind of like a holy roller annoying person. Um, in their own way, I mean, that encounter gave them an opportunity to be a good person, you know? Um, so I did, I do hope that God blessed her. I'm glad that she felt compelled to write it down. And even though it wasn't like the most profound thing in the world, that's cool. That took a lot of bravery. Um, But it's also, I I do have compassion for that homeless person because, you know, this woman is out on the streets and she has to, she has to rely on the kindness of strangers every day, her survival. And, you know, this diary was written eight years ago. The average lifespan of a homeless woman on the streets of San Francisco is six years. So there's a good chance that the woman that they were speaking to, if she was not rehomed, that she that she died. It's just it really makes me feel grateful for what little I do have and grateful for my friends because I don't have to tolerate anyone's bullshit for a dollar <laughs> just so I can get something to eat, you know. Um, I've had to do that in small ways before in the past, but 
At least I'm not doing that now. Anyway, I have got to get started. I got shipping to do. Andrew and Gabe are finally leaving. And we're supposed to go get coffee and get more books. And then I'm going to work on my suit and stay inside. And definitely, if you guys are in the city or in Oakland even, like check your check your statistics. I was shocked to see that Japantown has just as many cases, like concentration of cases as the mission. So no more Japantown for me for a while. Um, but yeah, maybe... I'm going to just be preemptively sheltering in place and no more parks for a while either. All right. You guys have a wonderful day and a great week. Love you. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye.